Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, continues his study on revelations that set you free. When we accept Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives within us. It's a bit of a mind-blowing concept and one that can be hard to fully comprehend, but it's an important topic of our faith because communicating with the Holy Spirit is also one of the main ways we communicate with God. Our study is titled, Living a Life from the Inside Out. And if you'd like to take some notes on today's topic, you'll find teaching guides online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, let's get started. Here is Rabbi. I began to touch on this concept of developing an awareness so that we can capture our thoughts in order to harness them to lead life from the inside out as opposed to leading a life from the outside in. I just want to pray first. Father God, I pray that you would come by your spirit and give us revelation to understand the difference between living the life from the inside out versus trying to lead our lives from the outside in. We have a supernatural ability given to us by our Creator to be aware of our thoughts. I've had situations in my own life where I've literally almost felt like two different phenomenons going on at the same time, where on the one hand I was feeling something inside me that was deeply emotional and very intense, and at the same time I was feeling this emotional, intense feeling about something I was, on the other hand, aware of what was going on and aware of the separation between how I could discern what I was feeling, on the one hand, just being completely objective in my awareness field, yet on the other hand, in my inner man, I was totally engaged with something. The point that I'm making is, beloved, you and I as human beings are unique in the sense that we're aware of ourselves. We can be aware of our thoughts and make adjustments. So with that in mind, I wanna share some secrets of how to get your thoughts back inside yourself, rather than looking at life and looking at yourself through the outside, through other people's eyes, through what you think the world thinks about you, or through thinking that you can satisfy your inner nature by consuming the things that are in the material world. One of my favorite scriptures says this, a wise man's eyes are in his own head. What does that mean? Somebody whose eyes are outward focused, running there, thinking that this is the answer over there, thinking if I go over there, I'll be happy. Think if I get that person to be my husband or wife, I'll become happy. Thinking if I could buy that new thing, I'll be happy. In other words, those are eyes that are not in one's own head, but those are eyes that are lusting after the things of the world. But let me tell you a secret. Everything in the world is a vapor. Think about even people that you think are attractive. What are they gonna look like 30 years from now? They're gonna look completely different. You see, the grass withers and the flowers fade. Only God abides forever. So if we're going to break free from the illusion of thinking that somehow things on the outside can satisfy us, 
If we're going to stop trying to consume things that don't satisfy us, thinking that they will, we're going to have to get our hold of our thoughts and realize when our eyes are not in our own head and bring ourselves back. How do we do this? First of all, we do it by truly believing that there is a well of life inside us. Those of us that have received the Spirit of God, we have to believe that there is living water inside us. The scripture says, he that hath the Son hath the life. When Yeshua spoke about being born again, what he was referring to is that those that receive him receive within them the spirit of Elohim, uncreated life, the spirit of the living God, that inside you and I, inside the believer, there is a spirit of living water. There is life that is continuously bubbling up, newness of life, always new, new joy, new revelation, new manifestation, new riches. It's always new. So if you're going to break free from being connected to the outside to get in touch with what's inside you, the first requirement is you have to believe, beloved, that there's life inside you and that the answer to your satisfaction lies not from consuming the things that are outside you, but the answer is getting in touch with what is inside you and learning then when you pull yourself back to be able to drink from that water. Let me read a marvelous section of scripture here. This is Yeshua talking in the Gospel of John, chapter 4. Beginning in verse number nine, he's dialoguing with a Samaritan woman. Therefore, the Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? Jesus had asked this woman at the well to give him a glass of water. Verse number 10, Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. She said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is so deep. Where then do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you? Who gave us the well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle? Jesus answered and said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. In order for you and I to stop lusting after the things that are on the outside of us, thinking that they're going to satisfy, and instead pull ourselves back to dwell within, the first requirement is we have to believe there's something in us that can satisfy. And so I discipline myself to not watch things on television simply to entertain myself. Not that I never watch anything on television, but I'm very disciplined. To not run here and run there, thinking I'm going to be satisfied by calling this person on the phone, constantly checking my smartphone, going to buy this. I'm very aware that all those things involve looking for life on the outside. Because going after the things of the world is pure deception because the things that are outside ourselves can never satisfy us. Life is on the inside. Jesus said, I'm going to become within the believer a well of living water springing up to eternal life so that the believer that learns to drink of the well within him, which is the spirit of Elohim, will come to a place in their life where they will truly find rest and peace and satisfaction. One of my favorite scriptures 
It's from the book of Luke, chapter 17, verse 21. It involves this same concept. I'm reading now from the King James Version. Jesus said this, Neither shall they say, regarding looking for God, looking for Messiah, neither shall they say, lo here, or lo there. In other words, going after some God experience. It's over here, it's over there. Jesus said, neither shall they say, lo here, or lo there. For behold, he said, the kingdom of God is within you. We're talking about leading life from the inside out rather than the outside in. The first requirement to enter in, beloved ones, to this reality is to believe that there really is life inside us. The kingdom of God is in us. This is a hard road. This is not something that we enter into in a night or in a month or even in a year. It's a lifetime venture where we learn how to pull ourselves back out of the world into our own soul where Hashem lives, where God lives. You see, ever since Adam and Eve fell in the garden, they became flesh conscious rather than God conscious. Remember what happened immediately after Adam and Eve sinned? Immediately, they became aware of their own flesh. Before they sinned, before they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they were only conscious of God. But when they sinned, all of a sudden, they became self-conscious. They realized they were naked and they began to run. And so two things happened at that point. Number one, they became self-conscious rather than God-conscious, and they tried to escape the feeling of insecurity and shame that they were feeling, the self-consciousness and anxiety they were experiencing. They tried to escape it by running. They ran from God because they were afraid. We have to stop running from anxiety we have to stop running from trying to escape ourselves by going into the world, thinking that things in the world can satisfy us and take away the anxiety and the pain. We have to cut that off and believe instead, God is inside me. The Spirit of the Lord lives inside me. I'm not going to run here or run there to try to escape or to find it because Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. And so I personally spend time every day just sitting before the Lord, not distracting myself with anything. I just sit before the Lord. And it feels oftentimes that nothing is happening. I'm not having any mystical moments. I'm not having any ecstatic feelings. I'm just sitting before the Lord. It's pure discipline because I'm committed to realizing that life is inside me. And as I do this, and I've been doing this for many, many, many years, my life changed so much when I started doing this over 20 years ago. When I just spend time sitting before the Lord, not being distracted with anything, just believing that be still and know that I am God is what I need. Slowly what happens is the Lord trains me to not look outside of him for my answer, but to look to him within me for the answer. I'm not looking for myself. I'm looking for him in my own soul as my answer. And as I've practiced that over the years, I've entered into more and more peace, more and more soundness of mind, more and more security. It's not a quick fix. Again, this is a hard road. The easy way is to distract ourselves. The easy way is to go out and do something. The easy way is to pick up your phone and start playing some kind of video game. That's just an escape. At the end of the day, when you're done, 
with your phone, with your video, with your friend, with whatever it is at the end, you'll be right back where you were. You'll have that same sense that something's not quite right. The only way to find peace and security is to return to our maker. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. We want you to know there are so many ways that you can watch and listen to Rabbi's programs. Online, you'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can find resources like our television broadcast schedule, Rabbi's messages on your podcasting platform, YouTube content, devotionals, and much more. You can even follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Check out all these resources online today. When you give to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, it allows us to spend more time focusing on what really matters. And for us, that means getting God's word out to as many people as possible. And right now, at this very moment, there is someone who needs to hear Rabbi's practical biblical teaching. And your financial gift is what makes that possible. To donate, go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now to conclude today's message, here's Rabbi Schneider. Listen what the Lord told Isaiah. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 30, verse number 15, for thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in repentance and rest. What does repentance mean? It means to turn to Him, not going after the world, not going after something outside ourselves. It's turning back to Him. And where is He? Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is not here or there. Luke 17, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So in repentance and rest, not striving, not running, in repentance and rest you will be saved. In quietness, being still before the Lord, don't expect to feel anything all at once. Just believe that he's in you and you've got to come back and return to him, getting in touch with your center to find it. In rest you will be saved. In quietness and trust is your strength. But sadly, you were unwilling. You see, when Jesus said straight and narrow is the way that leads to life, a lot of times we think that that means only that Jesus is the only way, which Baruch Hashem, He is the only way. But when we speak about narrow is the way, straight and narrow, Yeshua said, is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it, the narrow way in the original language also implies that it's swimming upstream. It's going against the current. It's a lot harder to swim upstream. It's a lot harder to move forward against the current. There's resistance. And so it takes work. That's why Yeshua said strive to enter in through the narrow gate. We have to diligently focus on just sitting before the Lord every day, beloved. Start out 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day. However much you feel before the Lord should be your covenant with them. And just say, Lord, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. I only ask you to do one thing for me, Baruch Hashem, bless the name of the Lord, as I sit before you these 15 minutes or however long it is. Father, just help me to become aware of Jesus inside me. You see, Paul told us that the mystery of the gospel is Christ in you, Paul said, the hope of glory. So, Father, help me as I sit before you just to pull myself back and get in touch with the fact that you're inside me. To live from the inside out rather than from the outside in, to be saved in God's rest and peace 
we need to get in touch with the fact that he really is in you. He really is in us. And that won't happen until you stop running. You see, we're dealing with the same thing today that Adam and Eve dealt with in the garden. What did Satan do in the garden with Eve? He caused her to get tempted to take something that was forbidden that was outside herself. She looked at the tree. She looked at the fruit of the tree. She saw it was pleasant to the eyes, the lust of the eyes. She said it would taste good, the lust of the flesh, and that it would make her wise, the ambition, the boastful pride of life. And she went for that which was on the outside, and she lost God. You see, John tells us in the book of 1 John that all that is in the world, beloved one, everything, John says, that's from the world, the lust of the eyes, just like with Eve in the garden, the lust of the flesh, and the boastful pride of life. What's the lust of the eyes? Thinking that something that we see with our eyes will satisfy us. The lust of the flesh, whether it's food, sex, whatever, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, or the boastful pride of life, John said, is not from the Father, but it's from the world. Once again, listen to what John said. All that's in the world, the lust of the eyes, we want something on the outside, the lust of the flesh, the natural desires of the body, but they're just flesh, and the boastful pride of life, fame, power, ambition, all that. John said, all those things are not from the Father, but from the world. The answer for you and I, it's not in the world. It is inside us once we receive Jesus, Baruch Hashem. When we receive Yeshua, we receive life, and we need to learn how to drink from the life, beloved one, that is inside us. You see, I came to a point in my life years ago where I was just burnt out. I mean, I had tried everything. Every time I heard a new sermon that told me I needed to do this, I would do it. I was running all over the earth, seeking to find God somewhere, seeking for an encounter with God. Now, this is while I was a believer in Jesus, thinking the answer was somehow outside myself. I'd hear a new teaching. I'd say, that's what I need to do. And I'd go at it full force for a month, two months, three months, only to get to the end and find myself right back where I started. I couldn't find the answer. I knew that God was alive. I knew that I could find him, but nothing I was doing was bringing me into the experience I was looking for. Finally, when I got to the end of the rope, the Holy Spirit just gently whispered to me. I didn't hear it audibly, but I had an intuitive knowing. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you're looking for me on the outside. You're looking for me from the world and you're looking for me in your works. The Lord said to me, stop looking for me on the outside. I'm already in you. And the Lord actually said to me, I want you to stop praying for everything right now, but for one thing. I just want you to sit before me every day and ask me just for this one thing, to bring you into the knowledge of the reality that I'm inside you. And I can tell you, Baruch Hashem, from that day forward, power came into my life and the same will happen for you. Don't try it for a day and say it doesn't work. You make it a practice every day. Spend time just sitting before the Lord and just say, Father, help me to get in touch with the fact that you're in me. Train me and teach me how to lead life from the inside out and come out of the world leading a life that's from the outside in. 
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. To learn more about this ministry and our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You know, as we grow closer to Jesus' return, I want to remind you that there are still millions of people out there who've not experienced God's goodness and the freedom that comes with accepting Jesus as the Lord and Savior of the world. We're broadcasting in Africa and the Middle East and in over 97% of the homes in Israel. We're in every corner of the earth, and Rabbi Schneider is reaching people with his inspirational messages of hope from a Jewish perspective. But he couldn't do this without you because you're an integral part of our team. So can we count on you to help Rabbi proclaim the gospel to the ends of the earth? To talk a little bit more about how you can do just that, here is Rabbi once again. Well, you can see, beloved, we've come to the end of the year. First of all, I want to thank all of you, my faithful partners and friends, for supporting this ministry and allowing us to do the things that we do, reaching people all over the globe for the kingdom of God. You know, I was walking in Jerusalem and an Orthodox Jewish person came out to me and he said, I like what you're doing. He had resonated with some of the content that I put out there regarding the Taking the Rainbow Back campaign. Beloved, I couldn't do these things. I couldn't preach the gospel all over the globe without you. I need your help. And it's a biblical principle that if we're receiving from a ministry, and I know you've heard me say this before, but if we're receiving from a ministry, we should support that ministry financially. Not only will it be a blessing to you, but you'll be used of God to bring the gospel to people all over the world. So as we come to the end of the year, please do your best, beloved, to honor the Lord through your finances through this ministry. Your gifts are bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance around the world through your faithful support. And you can give a one-time donation today by calling 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or you can send your donation via text when you type the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. Or give at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also give right from the home screen of the Rabbi Schneider mobile app. Or if it's easier, just send your gift of any amount in the mail when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And then finally, if you'd like to honor God with your finances when you've passed on, visit us online. To learn more about this process, all you have to do is click the Will and Estate Gifts button on our giving page at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. As a token of our appreciation for your generous gifts, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month that's available as a digital download. And we'll send you our insightful newsletter from Rabbi and the team that's prepared each month, especially for you, our faithful friends. And don't forget, you can stay connected with us and get the latest ministry news and updates by receiving Rabbi's Seeds of Revelation devotional. This free weekly email is delivered automatically to your email inbox every Friday morning. So sign up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you. So receive his blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. 
shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, continues this series on revelations that set you free. That's Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.